if you got it, w w w watch it. I mean, if you got it, why not just watch it? Welcome to our very first Halloween episode of the If You Got It, Watch It podcast. I am Tony, your host today, and with me is Kayla. Hello. Or should I say hello? (laughs) Yes, it is that time of year again where the fall colors are popping and everything in the world is pumpkin spiced. Mm. Yeah. Do you miss going to the video rental store looking for your favorite scary movies? We do, and in this day and age... Where you don't even have to put your pants on to go find your favorite scary movies. We go back to the movies that we have collected over the years and break them down. Poke holes in the plot, talk about our favorite lines, and if the movie holds up. Lock your doors, turn on the lights, and make sure you have a comedy lined up after watching this movie. And I'm talking about The Strangers. The Strangers, released May 30th, 2008, has a runtime of 85 minutes. Definitely our shortest one so far. Short and sweet, but maybe not so sweet. Short and terrifying. Yes, it is terrifying. (laughs) Directed and written by Brian Bertino. It had a budget of $9 million. I figured it was pretty low. Yeah. One setting, basically, inside and out, and one semi-known star. Mm Mm-hmm. The box office, it brought in $82.4 million, so did pretty good Ooh, yeah, on the, sure. the $9 million. Rotten Tomatoes, it has a sub-50%. It's at 49. IMDb is 6.1 and a cinema score of a B-. Hmm. Cast, we have Liv Tyler as Kristen McKay, Scott Speedman as James Hoyt, Gemma Ward as Dollface, Kip Weeks as Man in the Mask, Laura Margolis as the pinup girl, Glenn Howerton as Mike, and then we have Alex Fisher as the Mormon Boy 1 and Peter Clayton Luce as Mormon Boy 2, and we don't have any Minnesota ties this week. <laughs> kind of hard when you have like eight people yeah. in the entire cast. Yeah. You just named the whole cast. Yeah. That is every single person you mm-hmm. see. So according to production notes in and interviews, the film was inspired by true events based on the director's childhood. Which when I read that, I'm like, damn. (laughs) What? Uh, So he explained as a kid that he lived in the middle of nowhere, similar to this. And one night his parents were out and somebody knocked on the door and his little sister answered the door. Uh, The people knocking, they found out they were looking to see if anybody was at home. And if there weren't people, then they would rob the house. They were just running around, lights out. Nobody's there. We're going to ransack the house. And so he said also the movie was based on his experiences, uh, but the main inspiration was the true crime book, Helter Skelter, about the Manson family murders. Oh, okay. And then some people do speculate that it has some ties and inspiration to the Keddy Cabin murders of 1981, which was a quadruple murder in Northern California. That is, I believe, unsolved. And then yeah, I was going to say, unfortunately, real life can be more horrifying than any movie. So yeah. it's, it could be inspired on probably a lot of different things that have happened. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I saw, too, it said 
if you see the movie is inspired by true events, this isn't real. If it's based on true events, then there's some basis, obviously, for the reality. And this says inspired. This is inspired. And they say it right in the opening thing. This is inspired. But what I think threw me, because I thought this was based, based on, on a real story until I started doing these notes. Yeah. But because then it says like, oh, 1.4 million Americans are hurt, you know, in violent, violent crimes. crimes. And yeah. then they're just reading it like it's the police investigation. So it just throws you a little bit right away. Maybe I was the only one. Obviously, I think you weren't. No, I thought it was based on a true story. Yeah. So <laughs> maybe, maybe we were the only two people in the world that thought this was based on a real story. Well, it's like Blair Witch. When that came out, everyone oh, yeah. thought that was a real video that was found in the woods that they made into like a documentary. Mm-hmm. They didn't realize that it was a movie and all well, that. Well, when did that come out? I was in middle school. I want to say 99-ish. Not my brother was, yeah, middle my school. My brother was in high school because he actually went camping immediately after watching the movie like an insane person. Yeah. No, I... Uh, and then when you're in middle school, this is pre way pre uh, facebook and like having my you had myspace but everything was believable right you just believed it you're like oh my god right so we got some fun facts in this scary movie Charlize theron uh, expressed interest in the role of Kristen. that would have been interesting she would have done fine she's a really good actress yeah. so mm-hmm. i'd have bought i would have believed it yeah filming locations it was shot on location 10 miles south of florence south carolina they found they were driving around looking for a house so that is a real house that is a real property i figured because they wanted this this style of house and they wanted a shed like from all the stuff that they're looking for and the then they have the trees, the trees and they're out in the middle of nowhere I figured and, with those huge trees it was somewhere in the south yeah and and the director said said that the trees are almost a character of themselves because they, they did a lot of panning around to them and like you asked me the other night are we supposed to see something and i couldn't i just assumed they just wanted to show the emptiness of this house this you're in the middle of nowhere there's no light and they built a 2,000 square foot interior of the house because that house is way too small to be shooting a movie in obviously so they based it architecturally to look like a 70s house because that's when a lot of these horror movies took place where in the 70s and early 80s it's a you want to think of it as a cabin that Mm -hmm. it's his parents cabin they either bought that way or they bought it and haven't changed it because they're from the 70s right (laughs) so this is uh another one of the movies we've done a couple of these now that were filmed mostly in order this was one of them despite some weather complications this was shot mostly in order i suppose if they got to the outdoor scenes and it was pouring rain Mm -hmm. they had to come inside and do something right the girl who played the pinup girl was told by Liv tyler to not let her see the mask she did not want to see what it looked like because she wanted her first reaction to be genuine is that the terror. dark dark haired one the yeah the one that's driving the truck okay uh the, the blonde girl is um doll face doll face sure there's a lot of that in this movie where her reactions are genuine because she doesn't know what's going on that's it was, good genuine yeah, genuine fear. terror is what makes a good scary movie i feel like and it's believable right i mean you can be screaming all you want but if it's like okay so the film was shot entirely with a handheld camera if i could tell so and they just they did that because they kind of wanted you to feel like you were there or like it was through the eyes of you know the the killers i feel like you see that a lot in scary and action movies Mm -hmm. that kind of you're you're part of it you're a character too there with them you're not just watching it and i wish they wouldn't do that so much in action movies because there's usually a lot going on i I can't watch 
I can't watch transition. the boring movies. Oh yeah, because of that, it's too much. Yeah, it's like you're running with, and you're like, oh my mm-hmm. god, I'm gonna have an my attack here. My emotion sickness yeah. takes over. <laughs> Kurt Russell mentioned on the Late Show with James Corden that this movie always scares him whenever he's watched it. And the original title of the Same. movie was called The Faces. So I think they did a good job going with strangers. I think that's a little bit more terror. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like The Faces. I feel like if it were The Faces, we'd be like, dude, this was almost called The Strangers. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, you might be right. And thanks to Gone in 60 Seconds, our movie from a couple of weeks ago, when I hear The Stranger, I don't think of anything True. except sitting on your hand and then using it to touch yourself. Yep. Thanks, Scott Kahn. Mm-hmm. The Stranger. So we have our opening scene. Two boys arrive at a home where a violent crime has happened. They find multiple bodies, blood, and weapons used in the attack and call the police in need for help. That sounded like a real police call to me. Like, I don't know who did it, but that kid or whoever it was on the phone sounded horrified. Yep. And it just brings you right in. I, I kind of do like how they show you the ending of it, like what happened, because we know something bad has happened. Mm-hmm. Even before the beginning, before the movie starts, when they're showing the produce, producers and all that, the production company mm. logos and all of that, mm-hmm. even that's scary. Yeah. Like the music that plays and, and just the, the tone of it, the the well, design hell. of it. It's like, oh, I'm already freaked out. Even when you put the DVD in and there's the pounding on the, the knocking of the door, <laughs> you're like, God damn it. It specifically says it was inspired by events from February 11th, 2005. Is there anything? I didn't, I couldn't find anything. Or that just all made up? Yeah, I couldn't. I think it is. I think that's just them setting the tone. I couldn't find anything about it. Okay. I didn't dive very deep into that, the quadruple murder that they think it might have anything to do with in Northern California. Maybe that's a date. Me, I don't know what the date was when yeah, the Manson family They just family make it murders. sound like those when they give names and stuff. It's right. Like, okay, at least that part's real. But right. it's like it's weird to say it's inspired by that and then to give give names and they're facts. not even the names of anybody. But yeah, no, I, I I didn't do that deep of a dive on that. Like I said, I when they said it was inspired by true events, I mean it's really not. And so I was kind of like, oh well. I wonder who the guy is that does the voice. The in oh february 11 2005 like same. we need a creepy guy voice same guy that does all the movie yeah a- ads this summer you <laughs> <laughs> just like he, he, his voice oh, is so scary and it's ominous kind of like the law and order the yeah law and order guy they, i'm sure it's just some random person and they auto-tune <laughs> the sound or whatever before we see the kids and before the 911 call what is the opening scene? Is, did they say if there's any significance? Like, why are they just flashing by a house and then flashing by a house? I don't is it know. supposed to be from the perspective of the people in the truck seeking a spot out? Because mm, right be. away you're like, house, 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 house. So you're like, how far out is this house? But then each time they get, they get further, further and further apart. Hmm, I never even so thought it's like, of that. Is that supposed to show that the houses are getting further apart and it's from the perspective of the tr- people in the truck? Like, who's going to be our victim? Yeah. I don't know. That's how I took it. That's I, <laughs> sounds good we'll to call me. It. We'll call it. I mean, it, it, that. it makes sense. It's not like it's um, Kristen and James going to the wedding or coming from. It's right, nighttime, it's nighttime. So I would imagine that that's that makes sense to me. I like it. So we get to the most awkward, uncomfortable, brutal scene. I mean, immediately in just the second you see them driving in the car, his tight grip on the wheel. Her with the tears coming down her face. 
and nobody's talking and that light's red and they're both just staring at it like mm-hmm. palpable no radio no nothing you're just like okay you know something weird has happened and then we see you know the kind of the flashbacks as they come and i feel like they their goal was to make you uncomfortable in different ways throughout this entire movie because yeah you know you this starts with you're feeling awkward and uncomfortable and then it goes more to the fear uncomfortable mm-hmm. but it's like you're never comfortable watching this movie no you're just tense for all different reasons the entire time yeah i would agree your, your shoulders are probably going to hurt because you're like, oh, no, what's coming? They get to the house and James, these, first, when I watch this again for the first time, I'm like, why the hell is he parking all the way down there? Oh, he's getting the mail. And then they she lights up a cigarette for that little tiny drive up to the driveway. <laughs> yeah. I get the vibe um, maybe he doesn't like her smoking because be. she lit up as soon as he got out. And then when he walked by, she, he kind of looked at her and she kind of put her head down. Yeah, like, I didn't know what to make of that either. If it was just like a, that or... I can't believe you didn't can't make eye contact. Yeah, can't make <laughs> eye contact right now. And the rose petals. Yeah. Oh yeah, he went all out. I mean, uh, and he was wrong. I say put the rose petals in after the water, right? Yeah, I guess I would say so. Because <laughs> you want them floating at the top. You don't want them like floating in and going up in crevices. Yeah, I think the only <laughs> other way would be is like, okay, uh, Mike or somebody like we're gonna be on our way home, like draw a bath and but put a, and that too like why, water that was a tiny little bathtub why i don't know and it was what? rusty the oh rusty water Did you right get away in that tub well i'm sure you said to let the rust get out of there but it never showed it clearing up you i was like well, they when i saw away. that i'd be like i'm gonna skip the tub i'm gonna take a shower it's good for you to get that iron to soak into your body yuck so james tells kristen that she can have the bedroom he's gonna go sleep elsewhere the, the tub he grabs the the bottle of champagne, were they going to both be in that tub? Like you said, yeah. how tiny it is? I know. Is he going to just sit on the can and she's yeah, I didn't in the know tub? what or... the plan was with the bathtub. <laughs> he shows a little, like, that he's not, doesn't hate her. He, like, helps her get a well, zipper dress and take off the this necklace. This whole and, like... beginning, we've all been there. When you're fighting with somebody that you love, whether it's a family member, a spouse, a boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, mm-hmm. where it's not like you hate each other and... You still have respect for each other, but it's awkward. You know, either one of you is mad at the other or one of you did something wrong. And you're like, I can't be a dick to you, but I also, we can't be normal. So it's just that weird limbo awkwardness. And especially after that, a fight is one thing, but you know, you see when she's in the tub. I've never been in this exact situation. (laughs) And she's, you know, going over what happened where she rejected the proposal he did um, a good job of looking acting when he walked up to that table he looked nervous oh yeah like that <laughs> as somebody that has proposed totally yeah you're just like he looked like because that I'm is to do this and i'm nervous that and... goes through your head because you're like what if i mean right. you but got a 50 50 shot why does he carry her i'm not sure I and, that. and i was I gonna be, if you would if my husband or boyfriend would pick me up and carry like well, I'm gonna I come outside. I have to talk to you, and then all of a sudden he picks me up and carries me. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, I don't know. Is that cheesy to propose at a wedding dance? That is lame. That's what I was thinking. The too. only thing I can give him is that he did take her outside. Right. Not make it all about them on the other day. Yeah, in the middle of the dance floor. It's been done. Yeah. Well, I'm I've sure. heard stories, but that is a big no-no. So, I don't know why he would have thought that was a good idea. I'm not sure either. Besides that they were obviously Maybe. going on a road trip the next day, but then go back to the cabin and ask. 
Well, yeah, or like it's, he, you it's know, a like romantic he, setting already because it is a wedding. And so you're like, oh, I'm just going to well, do it now. Obviously, wasn't planning on ever doing it with an audience because he took her outside. So right. why not just wait till you get home? Yeah, I don't know. Or he just couldn't wait. He was probably just so damn nervous probably. that he just needed to get it done. Yeah. And her face. That is not the face oh, yeah. you want to see when you take a ring out and the smile just fades and she looks like, what the fuck? Yeah. That's, that's not the look you want to see. <laughs> so there were a couple things about this scene. We already talked about the one. This is a DVD podcast, so we have special, special features. features. There were some special features on here. Commentary with the director a little bit, setting up kind of how the movie went and, and just talking about the, the process. Found it interesting. There were some deleted scenes. I think there were three. Really didn't need any of them. Which to add, we did. Our DVD had a right, the theatrical version oh, and yes. the extended unrated version. We w- only watched that. We only watched the unrated so version. So if you guys have only seen the theatrical and, and there's certain parts you don't know what we're talking about, sorry. Yep. Pop in the un- un- unrated version. We're not even it. sure if we've seen the theatrical yeah, I version because I didn't see it in theaters. And- I don't think I did either. So where he's, when he walks out and he looks all nervous, there is a scene where he's at the bar on the other side of the dance floor all alone just having a drink by himself like psyching himself up he's like okay now i'm gonna go i'm gonna go out there and make my move and then the other deleted scene pertaining to this scene is before he takes her outside they're talking about she's like i want to dance i want to dance i want to yeah dance. i thought that and so when she called that when that one was the only one i could think of the other one i don't remember what the deleted scene was it wasn't very memorable but because I'm wondering why is she calling him a jerk and this and that. And he's like, oh, just right, come outside. She says, and... I just wanted to dance. What is? Yeah, I, that didn't make sense. There was obviously a conversation had before yeah. that. And again. And the movie is freaking short. They right. probably could have kept in. Now, it was, I mean, it was a minute. And again, as somebody who's proposed or when you're when you're trying to make plans and it's like, I need to, you just need to do this for me. Just listen to what I'm saying. And we need to go outside. We need to do this. You had that exact I, experience. Yeah. Because I, I would, was not going with your plans. No. So it's, uh, <laughs> you know, maybe he was being a little bit of a jerk because he's like, I'm super nervous about doing this and I need to get it. I just need to say it. Yep. When they're talking, you see a truck or you, and you see and hear a truck pull up. You can hear it in the background. It looks like a pick. It's blurry in the background. I wasn't sure if that was the killers. Like, are they following them when they're out in the parking lot beforehand? Oh, like I'm going to say no. I I didn't think so, but I just, I was so weird that you could hear the pickup truck because it sounded the same. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. know. I didn't really, I didn't really notice that too much, but that seems a little more planned. I feel like these killers literally just were looking for someone that was home and looking for a place that wasn't, you know, near that people could hear Mm -hmm. screaming. Or something. I don't yeah, think they, they must have been pretty of... far away. So we're back to the present. He does what every sad person does and grabs the ice cream. Mm-hmm. The most <laughs> satisfying the first scoop, just that. <laughs> mm, yep. Yep. It's like cutting into the peanut butter for the first time. Oh, yeah. And I like how he first, just throws. He's like, F this. This lid is going away. I'm finishing this half gallon or whatever it is of vanilla Which ice cream. sits out. Bothers me later. It's like, the ice cream's still out. Well... So she takes her hair out of the bun, and of course it looks beautiful and perfect. That has never been my experience. It's like all kinky and weird and pointing different directions. I was gonna say she looks like it just these perfect because they probably just put falling. it in really quick before yeah. the shooting. Like, okay, take it down, and it's like oh, it hasn't been sitting there for or it's 16 been washed hours. and styled in yeah. between those scenes. He's like, your clothes are in the in the bedroom, mm-hmm. and she she's like, I want to wear this because on. I feel pretty, and he's like, you are pretty, and then she looks at him like. 
oh, you don't hate me kind of a thing. Mm -hmm. She does look beautiful, with her hair down especially. I think she should have just had it that way all along. So he gives the ring back to her. He says, I can't keep it, which I get. Mm -hmm. But he can't return it. I looked it up because I'm like, can you really not take a ring back? I think he meant like, I can't ret- like I can't face these people. I can't go in and return this thing. Oh, that's how I took it. He like just he can't. I even can't do kind it. Kind of thing. I'm not. Okay. I can't walk into that store. So I was like, I'm pretty sure if you have the receipts and everything, yeah, and it's in the same condition and obviously not worn or beat up, I think mm-hmm. you can take it back. But yeah, I would have a feeling most places would be pretty understanding of that. Like this guy is returning it for a reason, and that reason is his proposal was shot down. So maybe they'd throw him a bone and yeah oh okay we'll knock some off. yeah yeah we'll give you store credit real sad <laughs> he also does a sad guy move and drinks straight from the bottle of that champagne yeah just... and and then he hands it to her too and she's like <sighs> was that hard like was... bubbles oh okay like bubbles. burned her throat yep. a little bit because because like, she champagne. if you chug from the bottle those bu- bubbles probably shot down her throat and she's like Whoa. you know that makes sense and they try to have the awkward conversation. He gets up and tells her it's like so, it's so embarrassing that well, it is. Oh, it is. It's totally it is. Which leads to the question: Why did he take her out there after the wedding? Take her home? Take her anywhere else? I wonder how else? far away they are. I don't get it. They maybe can't be that far from civilization. Maybe all the hotel rooms are booked, and they're like, "Shit, we're going up here." Oh, my mom and dad have a summer home up here. We'll just stay here, and that's our only accommodation. We wouldn't have a movie without it, but it just bothers me. And this is where I wish that there was maybe a little more backstory of their relationship, of how it went down, like which she says, "I'm just not ready." Mm Because you're at that point, you're wondering, like, what did she say? Did she break up with him, or did she just say no? How long have they been together? I want to. I would imagine that she didn't break up with him because they say, "Well, what do we do now?" And you're like, "Right, well, that's what I mean." But up until that point, you're going, "What happened?" And I just want to know if were they like six months did in, he or rush in and five years, yeah. or have they been together ten years and she's still not ready? You know what? Which one is it? Then you probably bail. I think on that. Maybe, maybe not. I don't, maybe that makes it easier. It's like okay, well, we've been together ten years and we're friends. Oh my god, the, friends. Just the most mortifying situation. Propose, get shot down, and then you're stuck somewhere together, just the two yeah. of you. And then it's you get so killed awkward. later. Oh, so. You know, they hold each other and they, they're just about to bang. Yep. Apparently failed proposals get them both hot to trot. Mm-hmm. I mean, your your emotions are running high. And so what would have happened, do you think, if they hadn't been knocked at and gone with? What do you think would have happened? Do you think they would have everything would have been fine? Well, I like, think it's still relationship wise. I mean, not, well, I, you know, whatever. I, I feel like it's going to be hard to come back from that. Because even if you're like, okay, we stay together, but I told you no, like, when are you going to be ready? Like, it's going to come up again. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I, like every time you fight, well, you don't want to marry me. I was, you know, or something. I just feel like it's hard to. I was kind of thinking that, back. you know, when he said, oh, hey, um, you, you keep it. Like, hey, well, now you can propose to me when you're ready, kind of a thing, you know, if they're going to stay together. It depends on your sense of, maybe over time. You can look at it that way, but I think right, right away it's awkward, and I don't see how you just go back to normal after yeah. that. It's I mean, weird. unless you are just really that all right with, okay, she's not ready. Doesn't mean she doesn't, it won't be ready, but I don't know. So before they almost bang, you see a picture on the wall. 
Okay. And it is the picture I am certain that every old person ever in the world has on their wall. Oh, yeah. The old man praying over his bread. Yep. My grandparents had that. My aunt and uncle have one of those. <laughs> Pretty sure my grandma does, too. It's like a thing. Yeah. I don't know who decided that that picture needs to be an old bearded, old white haired, white bearded man praying over his bread and soup, maybe. Look it up, people. You if when if you watch this movie, pay attention to that. You'll see it, and you'll Never know ex- you'll know exactly it. what I'm talking about. And I'm almost hundred percent guarantee that that picture is in your grandma's house right now. Yeah, probably. But that knock comes four ten a.m. Yeah. Would you answer it? I mean, you're up, so probably. I don't know. Probably not for like uh, for you and I. Like, no, I'd probably lights would be off, and I'd probably peek out the window and be like, "Who the hell is out at my at four o'clock in the morning?" But I'm not someone that answers the door readily. Like, if you didn't call me or if I don't know you're coming over, good chance I'm not going to answer it. Yeah. Did she unscrew the light bulb? Oh, yeah. So that he wouldn't be able to see your face? Yeah. Because she didn't have the mask on at that no. point. Nope. Is Tamara here? No, she's not. You have the wrong house. Are you sure? Yeah. And then she says, see you later. See you later. So creepy. Mm-hmm. And it, again, hindsight is twenty twenty, and it's a movie. But... I feel like at that point, if I saw a girl by herself and you're out in a kind of, like he said, people get lost out here. It's a heavily wooded area. Mm -hmm. Maybe call the cops. I mean, maybe she was being held captive and just escaped and you just let her go. And she's acting weird because they drugged her. I mean, I don't know. I feel like I would probably call the cops and just be like. I mean, and I after know, there's a weird lady wandering around here by herself. I'm, I don't know if she's on drugs, but. Like, even if you just do it as a point of concern for her welfare. Yeah. We watch enough scary movies that a lot of these things are like, okay, I don't want, I don't want a movie made about me. So I'm going to call the police. I actually really like this movie for that fact, though, that there isn't a ton of, oh my God. Oh my God. Like, don't go in there. Don't do Mm -hmm. this. Don't go without a weapon. Don't like pretty much everything in this movie. I feel like is stuff. They did the right thing. Yeah. There's just one major mistake they make. Yeah. Otherwise, I think everything else is about what a person would do. An, an average person mm-hmm. would do. So then they get back to the awkwardness. You know, they were about to bang, and now you had some rando knock on your door, and they're both sitting on the opposite sides of the house. And She just she's casually mentioned she's out of cigarettes. But didn't she mean said, it. Yeah, she said it like she expected him to go get cigarettes. Yeah. But and they can't. What place in the middle of nowhere is open at four a.m.? Well, that's why I wonder where they are because they're obviously out somewhere where there's there's light. I mean, the the road has right. Well, and there's kids who can everywhere. come giving out pamphlets. They so can't they be can't... more than a few miles, and he's not gone that long. And there's one thing I'll point out: we get a little later down, and it's only four thirty. Like, so this was four ten. He comes back, and the shit has hit the fan. It's four thirty. So in twenty minutes he's gone and come back like then they weren't that far out of town i don't know what it's a movie they didn't change the clocks for continuity's sake so he starts her a fire and then he leaves and and has a shot or two of champagne out yeah just let me pound the champagne before i hop in my car and drive (laughs) he's sad as soon as (laughs) as soon as he left she should have locked that door even if you don't think that was a weird situation of having somebody come and knock at your door at four o'clock in the morning you should have locked your door. I know. Why didn't she? I don't get that. And then it's the creepiest song on the planet, in my opinion. And because it's in this movie, it makes it that much worse. And she's trying on the ring. There's that 
I thought it was a little girl singing. So the song is called The Sprout and the Bean. I, I okay. shazammed it, which you can hear. The Sprout and the Bean. Okay. It's by Joanna Newsom, Andy Samberg's wife. Really? <laughs> yes. That song is sung by Andy Samberg's wife. Didn't see that coming, No, did I you? did not. <laughs> I was thinking it was like from like 1946. No, it's just like a from that around that time. I know. I know. Why? Bizarre. I know. <laughs> oh, I hope I wasn't the only person that didn't know that. Yeah, well, I just I found out this week. Kristen cracks open a beer. Here's a bang on the door. No chance in hell I'm answering it there, which I mean, she doesn't. She talks through the door. Mm-hmm. But, but it's, still... Still, it's still unlocked at this point. Yeah. Well, yeah, she finally locks yeah. it. Which, good. I mean, you, you, a sensical thing mm-hmm. to do there. And, it, you know, Sensible. I, again, watching this, knowing the movie, you're like, why wouldn't she call the cops now? But thinking about it, the time of night, I would probably call you too. Yeah. Because I'd be like, well, I'm crazy if I call the cops, right? But I'm also freaked out and I need somebody to know what the hell is going on. And how dead was her battery that once you plug it in, she couldn't use it? You know what I mean? Well... My phone, you, once you plug it in, it takes a good at least minute or so to boot up. And maybe, I don't know, it was a 2008 phone. Right. It was a Nokia that's still alive say, today. Yeah. Probably survived that <laughs> it, fire. It survived the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she calls James and the knocking is getting more, got more aggressive there. But she calls James from the landline and then he is like, of course, I heard her. I heard, I talked to this girl. Like, what is he saying on the other? Like, oh, you're crazy. Well, he's like, you didn't open the door, did you? No, I didn't open the door. Well, how do you know it's her? Well, because I heard yeah. her voice. Well, yeah, th- there's a lot of this beginning part where he treats her like she's an idiot. Yeah. Well, but I guess I can't blame him for getting say, dumped, basically. Like, uh, that and... Not a lot of tolerance there. Right. Did you, the first time you ever watched this, did you think that he just hung up on her? Like, oh, F this. Just click. I'm going to hang up no. because it gets cut short. No, I never thought that, but I do have a different thought that I'll bring up later. But the the second she says, stay on the phone with me, yeah. it clicks. Click. So that's mean. Yeah. <laughs> Screw you. So she changes. Yep. At this point, when the phone dies, I would definitely be calling the cops. Like I would go straight to my cell phone because obviously somebody is messing with the house, messing with something. You at would this think, point. but maybe she's thinking too, like, oh, shit, he hung up on me. No, but it was the house phone and it doesn't work anymore. Oh, yeah, you're right. He didn't just hang up. The phone just dies completely, and it doesn't work anymore. So now her only phone is her cell phone. True. So I would be, I don't care how short that cord is if I have to lay against the floor to to reach. Yeah. Keep it plugged in and call the cops. Cause it's like someone's been banging on your door a couple times now, and that second time was aggressive. It wasn't yeah. just a, um, oh. are you home kind of knock. It was, I'm doing this to scare you. Yeah. And then your phone magically dies. Something's up. If you've ever watched a horror movie, something is come, something <laughs> bad is about to happen. And then we get what is by far the scariest scene in the movie, to me personally, when she goes into the kitchen and you see the masked man appear in the hallway. In it, the entryway. It makes me go, <sighs> every single time, and I know it's coming. Yeah, I wish oh I would have. I don't remember if I went to this in the theater, but I, I, can, ju- I can imagine exactly everybody's reaction. Oh, just, oh, my God. Like, oh, no. Because it's just nightmarish shit. Like, it's stuff that could really happen. You could be inside your house, and someone somehow got in without you knowing, and they could be lurking around a corner watching you. Yeah. 
it's a, a terrifying thought. Ugh. And then the so fucking scary. So she turns around and and then she, you know she hears some more knocking and then the the clanging the, of the chimes. Yep. And then the the smoke is coming out of the the fireplace because he didn't open the the flume and it start the smoke detector starts going off which scare you enough anyways because they're like, oh shit now we got a fire the house is gonna burn down and then she gets up and takes the takes it off like phoebe and friends trying to get rid of it and then <laughs> it the, works and then the, it knock like an aggressive super aggressive knock and it falls down on the floor i would have fallen off the damn chair i think at that point yep and when she goes to that patio door and slides open that curtain and he's oh, standing yeah. there and slams his hand up against the, oh my god well but even before so that where scary. she's looking out there looking out into the darkness like mm-hmm. you're just waiting for, i mean every horror movie has those jump scares where you're just waiting for somebody When's to it gonna happen? run across or like pop up and scare the shit out of you the music suddenly starts playing again and you hear the door click yep did they have a key unless it's that stereotypical key under the door situation i don't know because i was trying to figure that out too is like is it james because he came in the front door was it because it was him and then the music shut off and then he walked up no she heard the click. She went to the door because it cra- there was a click and the door slid open a couple inches. She walked up to look out the door and the masked girl was standing right there. And then she shut oh, it yeah, and locks okay. it again. I got a little ahead of myself, yeah. Because she had already locked it when the girl just came yeah. by. And then now you hear this click and the door opens. Well, so somebody opened it. Well, and because the guy was in there. So did he, because I think that's the door that he went out. I think he went out the front door. I think he unlocked it and then walked out that door. I see. So, cause she goes like James and she goes over and then the door is unlocked because it opens up again. She Which, had already locked it. Why would she think it's James? You think James is just going to pop open the door and not say anything, not say hello, not yeah, make know. a sound. I don't know. I wouldn't be going if that, if the door just popped open on its own, I would not be walking up to it. <laughs> I'd be no. running the opposite direction. You get standing in that kitchen with that knife and you're, you, nobody can get on either side of you. This is well, where I'm staying. I get that it's your instinct to hide, but under the bed? Like, she tries to get under the bed. You can't get out of there. Yeah, you're in, like, the most vulnerable spot mm-hmm. ever. Don't go Don't go there. No. Have you not seen Taken? <laughs> Could she They're not fit under you. there? And she's like, eh, maybe I shouldn't go under there. Because I got it the vibe like that it was a fit. low bed. Yeah, she was like, oh. Yeah. And then what is she trying to do with the light? Did she cut her hand with a knife or the light? I don't know. Because I feel like it was... I feel like it was the knife. Is but she trying to turn it off? I think she's trying to or turn she's it trying off. She's trying to use it as a weapon because she it suddenly just... picks it up and sets it on the ground and then she slams it on the yeah. ground. Like I just didn't get that scene. I didn't really understand. What I think was... she's just trying to get the light shut off so that they didn't know where she was. But yeah, I, I, I assume she cut herself with a knife. It's so, this is really creepy with that skipping music yeah. and the banging all over the different parts. You know, there's obviously more than one person at yeah. this point. I mean, you've seen the girl. Now you've seen the masked man and you're, you're getting pounding from different parts of the house. It's just, that is nightmare yeah. shit. And right that was there. another thing that they had talked about because they said all of her stuff is genuine fear when she's alone and the noises are coming from all different places because they had people going around the set banging on the windows. And so they're, they're like, you don't know where it's coming from and you have to just react to what's happening. Sure. It's so, kind of like a real life haunted house. Yeah. You're just, you know, you're not going to get hurt, but it's like. You still are in that still scary. zone and you're like, oh my God. And then it's like banging over here and you turn around really fast. Yeah. Scary. So here, uh, James comes home and I have to say that the first time I saw this and even watching this this time around, I feel like I could see how people would think this. I'd get why I thought it. 
I thought the first time I watched this that he was in on it all the way till the end because he's talking to her she's saying that this person's knocking she's freaking out she asks him to stay on the phone and all of a sudden the phone goes dead if i called you and i was terrified like come home i'm scared this person's back scary shit is happening and all this please stay on the phone with me and then all of a sudden you hear click wouldn't you be like oh my god what the hell just happened i need to get home he comes in like no big deal yeah. Like tells treats her like she calm down, calm down. There's yeah. nobody here, see? Like you need to chill, calm down. Nobody came in the house, nobody took your phone. I'm going. Mm, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Might be in on. I can't it's, explain why. But it's it's but like in Scream. Where exactly. I've the seen, door shuts and they come in. I've like, seen Scream mm-hmm. and I know what she did last summer in movies like that too many times. So that's where my brain went, and I'll keep bringing it bringing it up throughout the movie because it happens multiple times where you're like. I feel like this is pointing to him being in on it. Yeah, I, I could see that. And and I could I could see also how he's like just getting annoyed about it. And so he's like, oh, come on. Like there's and nothing going on. trying to keep on. her calm. But at the same time, you got to admit that it's pretty weird when somebody's knocking at your door four in the morning and then you leave and you get a phone call that they came back and are knocking on the door. Like, why would you dismiss that as right. normal activity? That, right. Like, I don't care how mad you are or embarrassed you are. That would be weird. So when they're going to walk out to inspect the house and he walks out into the hallway alone, I would be back to back. (laughs) I'd be like, we go out together. We go nowhere alone. We'll be back to back so no one can sneak up on us. I'd be afraid to stick my head out of the doorway because like, I'm going to get my throat cut. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously, I could see you and I back to back through a house, like holding hands together back to back, just... One well, of us walking backwards. We did that when you left your phone down here. We had for we'd watch The Conjuring. It's like I'm not going down there by myself. <laughs> no, and... the basement was no no territory for a couple no. days. No. <laughs> they go searching through the house and they end up in the garage. And there, James, like, there's nobody here. See, there's nobody here. Till they look out the and window. And then they look out the window, which I'm curious. She, there's no way she could see in. She couldn't see them looking at her, right? The, the girl outside? Well, was the garage light on? No, it was just the outdoor lights that were shining in. Maybe she just figured someone's a good chance someone, they're looking for yeah. them, so someone's going to look out a window. May, maybe she could hear from the garage all the shit banging around, but and then he's like, oh, I left my phone in my car, and he's like, I'm going to go get it. It she's would like, be creepy, someone standing in the middle yeah. of the road just staring at your house, the same person who had been knocking. And then Kristen says, you can't go out there. Why not? Cause, dude, there's all kinds of weird shit going on. Don't go out there. And he still doesn't believe that her phone was taken either. Right. So then he goes out and then he sees that his car has been smashed and tires Mm. slashed. Again, I wouldn't have separated at this point. Like when he stay in the house. No, I'm either coming with you. We're either both going out or we're both staying in. I would not be leaving whoever I'm with side at that point. You got to stick together, man. Yeah. Power in numbers. And then he, he sees her doll face girl staring at him. How did they not hear the car being smashed from inside I the don't house? Because he turned the music off when he came home. Yeah. So that's pretty, that was smashed good. I mean, they would have heard the tires, a, that's one thing, but the windshield. Yeah. They would have heard that glass being smashed. Just, I agree. Just saying. But yes, another very creepy part. The, all the footsteps, the people running in the shadows. And then he, you see the hand slowly coming up to his shoulder and then startles him and then the running the running oh, yeah. footsteps yeah and it's multiple footsteps and they're all different directions yeah. like oh my god it is like real life haunted house like at this point he you have to know dude that this is not a you're joke. in trouble yeah. yeah yeah people are clearly either just determined to fuck with you or planning on killing you if i knew what was going on in this i think i would have lit that car on fire 
and watch it explode and set the woods on fire or something to like get help. Right. Because you're clearly well, too far away. This is another moment where I do wonder how far away the neighbors are because they have a fence and it's not that far from the house. Yeah. So you put a fence around your property. So unless the next property just has an enormous yard, but then why would you have a fence? I just don't, yeah, I don't get know. that. Like, I feel like you wouldn't have a fence if you're not that close to any of your neighbors or unless you had a dog that you needed to be in a fenced in area, but they don't. It's not like it's um, fenced. I just want to know more. It's not fenced to, like across the road, right? Like to keep no, an animal like, from going across the road. Right. It looks the, like it's road. a fence between properties kind of thing. Whatever. Yeah. He gets back inside, still doesn't believe that her, they took her phone. Yeah. Because he's I'm like, grab your phone, bag. let's go. What? At the same time, though, why would you think that somebody would have been in the house and not attacked? Like you wouldn't, you would have thought that it. they're just yeah. toying with him at this point. But there's obviously something other than the patio door open for them to get in all the time because he locks it. When they go in, he locks it. They lock the front door. Like, how are they getting yeah, in I to don't mess know how with he people? Got in in the first place. Like, is a bedroom window open? I don't know. What I, I don't know. Which it's an old house. There might be just, it might just be really easy to get into. Then windows might be really flimsy or cheap. I don't know. And then he backs into the house and Kristen like touches him. He's like, Jesus Christ. Because like, he's scared the shit out of him. Right. And, so he's obviously but of course he's on she's there now. waiting for you, dude. Yeah. He drives to drive on his flat tires and the truck comes up and stops him. They can't yeah. see who it is, and when she turns the lights off, you see mm-hmm. pin up girl mask. And you're not getting I mean, you could drive on those flat tires. I mean, you're gonna wreck the shit out of the rims, but at this point Worth it. Yeah, it's die or wreck your Volvo rims, fine. But they're not gonna get away from and then they're just gonna get killed out in the middle of nowhere and on the road or something like right. that. Not have any fighting chance at all. Now we know there's three of them because yep. we get hit. We see the mask guy in front of them, the girl in the truck behind them. They run back inside. So when they run inside and there's that honking, do you hear? Did you yeah. notice that when they get back inside that they're honking the truck horn over yeah. and over? Were they doing that as like a mocking thing? Like, see how far we are from civilization? We maybe. can honk our horn and nobody hears it. Yeah, Why maybe. else would they have done that? I don't know. That's the way I took it. Cause I'm like, why are they honking the horn? Besides to freak them out, but... I think it was to prove that, hey, make all the You're noise dumb. you want. You can scream. doesn't matter. Nobody's coming for you. <laughs> so James, he sees his phone on the piano with no battery in it anymore. He's like, all right. So someone so was obviously in your car and in the house. Yeah. And while you guys were, while, so that's the other thing too, is she was in the house. He was outside. Did they just not see it at some point? Or well, probably was. Probably when he came in the bedroom. The guy was the the mass man was probably inside the house the whole time. Yeah, I don't think he ever left the house until they went outside. Yeah, Scary. I'm just thinking it's like these guys got some balls on them to be doing that. Well, they're doing. They're clearly it's all for the thrill. Yeah, because they could have just killed these guys immediately. Right. Yeah, they're towing, they're towing, towing. Them for sure. And you know what? You don't need a gun. You need a home security system. Yeah, this whole movie could have been avoided had he had a home security system. Yep, because it warns the cops if you can't. Right, and. Yeah, the second the door would be, or you could have just pressed a panic button or, you know, the second a door opened without you pressing in the code, cops would have been called. Now, might they have heard the thing and knowing that, okay, we're 10 miles out of town, I got some time, I'm going to slash these people up anyways, very possible. Maybe, but but would have done you a lot more good than that gun did. Yeah. Get yourself a home (laughs) security system. They're not that expensive. Sponsor us, Simply Safe. Yeah. So he, he finds the shotgun 
and they go into the bedroom and they're they're finding they're he's putting it trying to put it together he can't figure it out because he lied to her and said he never actually did go hunting with his dad and now i bring up for the second time another thing that i thought he is in on it because that was a weird scene why did he lie to her about that what else is he lying about yeah Maybe he never went hunting with his dad because his dad was actually a murderer and he learned his ways from him. <laughs> I just that might have been a reach. Dexter. I just don't know why they why they <laughs> put know, that like scene to... in with him. Like I don't know. I just said that again. Why would you just say that. Some of the backstory of like when they were maybe dating. Like oh, what are your hobbies? What did you do? Oh, obviously she's probably met the family. You would expect. It's just a weird thing know. to just say. True. But... Yeah, <laughs> it's just something I said. Okay. Oh. Okay. This is the exact right thing that they're doing right now. They're getting that gun. They got. They found all the shells. Now take all of them. Don't just leave 15 of them on the floor. Put them all in your pockets. Right. Because for all you know, these people have guns too. Yeah. I mean, take all your ammo. Don't shortchange yourself. No. And then... She is so much smarter than him throughout yeah. the whole movie. I mean, when he tells her to run, what is she going to do? Where? I'm not a marathon runner. Again, don't separate. Like, I know you're trying to be Mr. Hero, but... You know, there's more than one. If maybe if there was one person, you'd be like, "I'll distract this guy." Right, or you even run. two. But it's like you know, there's at least two. At this point, you know there's three because the the girl who came to the door, you know, there's three. Yeah, I don't know. He's he makes some bad decisions in this movie. So yeah, so they come out into the main entryway, and he's like, "Yeah, you need to run." And then the axe comes through the door, and he starts. Here's Johnny coming <laughs> at the door, and they push the piano in front of the door. And he, she gets the shotgun loaded and he, she gives it to him. That guy had to absolutely shit his pants even a little bit when yep. he heard that gun cock. And then, yeah, oh boy. He, and the second he looked through the hole, he just yeah. sees a barrel pointed at his face. Yeah. Like, I'm sure at that moment he ran away and was considering if he really wanted to continue yeah. with this. Like, like, you guys, they got a gun. I'm going to get we a don't mouthful have of bird a gun. shot here. Like, um, gun versus axe. And especially a big, like that gun, as we see later, it could blow your face off yeah I, i'm just I, I i really wish and maybe they didn't want to for a comedy's sake but i wish they would have had some footsteps running away like in the background like <laughs> just maybe some piddle for, for that guy just hauling <laughs> ass out of there that's when masked man pissed himself oh. and then the smartest thing that they could have done yep. they get in the bedroom the thing they should have they done the whole time in, you can't come well, they're even like a, the closet aren't they or are they in the bedroom i think it's a bedroom of some sort or a room of some sort where yeah, the only way what, in is that the yeah, door that's what you should do yeah. that's what you should that's what i would have done is i would have gone in a closet so a small space and so no one can sneak up on either side of you with that gun pointed at the doorway and shoot anything that comes in front yeah. of it that's what they what they probably should have done is gone that pantry with one of those slats open that up and just yeah either way i mean it's easy for us to sit here in the safety of our basement on a podcast drinking beer talking to you about a scary idiots movie. yeah it's like it's like that meme where you're listening to the the true crime and you're like oh they left a thumbprint at the yep. scene of the crime morons <laughs> as i'm eating my cheetos in my underwear <laughs> yeah so if someone's obviously in the house they put on a new record and yeah. it's mama tried by merle haggard and the strangers mm-hmm. ah. that again they got confidence that they're gonna get this done these they just walk in they don't know where they where they are. They just walk in, put on a new record. They had to change the record, right? Because it was something else. So they had to put on Merle Haggard and see what happens. Like, were I'm they sure expecting they... somebody to come out then because the music changed? Like, maybe. Yeah. My guess is they were think thinking that that they're high hold out somewhere with a gun, so just don't go in front of any doorways. Well, yeah, <laughs> and that's the other thing too is they know you have a gun now. 
why would you go back in that house? I don't know. So they, I mean, they obviously I, at this point, I don't think they care. They're, they're willing just, to die they'll for die. this little game. Sure. I think so. So Mike arrives. Mike arrives in his jeep. <laughs> if he was really drunk, like James thought he was when he called him, sober up pretty fast when a your a, windshield suddenly gets. Yeah, smashed. what was that? Was, was it, it a brick? brick? That's what I was thinking. I don't know. You never really saw what it was, but. And there's nothing sticking out of it, like it wasn't the axe or something like, like that. Bam, sober. Yeah. Scary oh, dude. Was so bad. Your heart rate had to jump almost, I don't even know what it would have been at, but that thing had to damn near come out of your chest. Yeah. And this is another thing, like I said before, you know, in this movie, a lot of people do the what you would expect instead of like scary movies where you're usually going, oh my God, don't do that. Because he, he sees the car all smashed up. Yep. He hears the music coming from the house. He just had a brick smashed through his windshield. He's he's rightfully Something's suspicious and he picks up a weapon a pipe. a pipe so at least he does that however he was just on his phone why yeah. wouldn't tv had called the cops at that moment right. clearly something's not right the right. being the car being smashed alone and the fact that you just had a smash you would think right there you would get on your phone and yeah. call it in uh, yeah because and even the pickup is there too so he had to walk by the pickup and then their car so he two things are going through mike's head right now James killed Kristen because of the bad proposal or the they've been what's actually happening. What's actually happening yes. No, I, I I thought that too. I go, do you think when he walked up there he was going, uh oh. Yeah. Oh James God, what did my snapped. Do? <laughs> he, James... She turned him down and he smashed he up it. the car and has her tied up somewhere or has already murdered her. <laughs> yeah. He he called me setting up his alibi. Yep. Where is he? Yep. But seriously, why doesn't he Call Keep out James while you're when walking he walks the house. in the house or Kristen. Hello, somebody. Jane. I mean, dumb. I, it had to happen for it to happen in the movie this way. But I feel like any normal person, you'd walk in there, like especially with weird shit having clearly gone on. You'd be like, "Hello, is everything right. okay, James?" And Kristen, then especially when anybody? the music stops too, it's all quiet. It's like, okay, let's maybe call out now because yeah. they can hear me. And then creeping through super slowly. Well, like, I'm sure, like you're. You're nervous. I'm sure he's thinking that his best friend something. killed his girlfriend and is like, oh my God, what the hell am I going to walk in on? And you know what? He was about to be killed by an axe. I think he lucked out by getting killed the way he was because he was going to die no matter what. Yeah. I think I'd rather just have my head blown off right there. Boom. Done. Yeah. And again, the how fast did the masked man run out of there once he saw the shotgun blast come through, take yep. out the okay, guy Okay, that that's where they are. Him. Good to know. Okay. Which, okay, I get it. You shot your best friend. Not good. No. Horrifying. Get back in position, bro. It was not the bad guy. The bad guy's still there. Yeah. You're not saving him at this point. You have to assume, at least could tell yourself with the solace of he was probably going to die anyway because he was in the house with three crazy people running around. Yeah. Get back in position. Don't get out. Don't get up. Don't run outside. Well, yeah, this, this is, is the one part of the movie that I'm like, that did the tropey, scary movie. Like, don't, don't do that. Stay in that room with a gun. You yeah. got plenty of ammo. You got a gun. Well, and he's Stay pissed. there until someone comes along. He's pissed off now and his judgment yes. goes down the drain because he's yep, not emotional. Making, he's not making good decisions. And who's to say anybody would after shooting your best friend in the face with a shotgun. Right. Oh, I'm not saying intruder. it would be a, oh, darn yeah. moment. But no, like Too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Shot your friend's face off. Too bad. At, at this point, have they checked everything in the house? Like, okay, you walk around that house with a freaking shotgun and you check all the windows, check all the doors, check everything. Like you grew up in this house, like you or summer home, whatever it is. 
you got to know where the doors, the windows, the locks, do they have an attic? Uh, figure your stuff out and lock everything. Now, obviously the front door is their entry point because they axed it, but lock the patio door, lock all this stuff up. You have a gun, you're in the house. Yeah. Once, know. once you go outside, there's just too many possibilities. It yeah, was just his worst dark. move. I get that you want it. You need, I mean, you're going, how long could we be out here fighting these people off? Right. Daylight. But, you got to think daylight, right? I mean, you just needed one bullet to kill one person so far. Yeah. For you to stayed in that room, even if you get sleepy, then take turns. Like, okay, you, now you hold the gun because I'm having trouble staying. I know you're I don't know if there's any getting sleepy going on. No, I'm just there. saying that's the only excuse you could just, well, what if I fell asleep and when I'm waiting for them to come? Well, there's two of you. Yeah. So either keep each other awake or one of you stay awake while the other sleeps if that's going to happen. I don't know. It's my only contention with this movie. I really like it. But that always bothered me. Just stay in the damn room. Yep. So he's he says that there's a, a radio in the old in the old barn and that he doesn't know what else to do. He's going to try and get out there. Why wouldn't he's wearing a white shirt with lights on in the house emitting out into the yard? Why wouldn't you have put your blaze your coat back on or put something on so that they can't see you? It's night games, man. You need hide and seek to the max, <laughs> right? You need to yeah. You hide. were all black when you played those night games. Get outside right? in you the did. dark, and they can't. They won't be able to see you. Yeah, the guy's Again, got a freaking mask on for God's sake. He makes sakes. a lot of bad decisions. Their perif their their peripheral vision is horseshit. And and again, him not letting her come with him makes him seem suspicious in the realm of me still thinking he's in on it for some reason. Like, why does he want, keep wanting her to be left alone? So, did you think like almost all the way up to the very end, mm -hmm. like when he gets chucked mm -hmm. in through the patio? I thought that right before they stab him in the stomach, he was going to look up with a smirk on mm. his face. This that would have made this movie a lot more conniving and like whoa yeah of course like I said it I've just, like he set this all screen. up after you uh, accept his proposal <laughs> which like I said that that would take a lot of doing in that short time yeah you yes, said no we got in the car and somehow I got other people involved yeah yeah no he would have had to have been planning it all along he was gonna propose and then kill her anyway I don't know I don't know what to think I but that's how those movies are when. It has that last minute twist. Mm -hmm. You're like, oh, I didn't see that coming. So that's why I thought there'll be some reason, something. I just thought he was in on it because there's just he just was so stupid. <laughs> so much. Yeah. Of it. So he he runs out and he hides and is looking at the barn. He sees the girl come out of the barn with a flashlight. He feel like that was a trap. Did he try to hotwire the truck? I think so. The man doesn't know how to load a gun. He's like, I don't have much faith that he knows how to hotwire. Saw it in the movie's shit. There's nothing. No sparks. Ah, fuck this. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna try and go shoot somebody. <laughs> I feel like that girl was. That was a trap where she was like, you can shining the light. You can see the barn from the house. Right. Well, and she shines it on probably so the uh, the guy can yeah. see this is where he's at. But like her coming out, like I feel like that was. A trap. Probably. Because they had to have seen him come out. Well, and they've obviously been in the shed because that's where they got the axe mm -hmm. and all the flashlights and stuff. But we hear him get run up on a shotgun blast and then yeah. we don't see him for a and while. And then what's going through Kristen's head? Oh, yeah. She's I like that think they he's showed dead. her in the house, but she didn't freak out as much as I would. I know, but like she I would looked... run out there yeah. screaming. I know it would be a bad move, but I would at that point assume you're dead, you know, and running out there like, oh my God, James. But. The, the guy's in the house now. She yeah. hears him. Of course it's a man. <laughs> Does he have like emphysema yeah, or something? Yeah, he's got an issue. Because <laughs> even Such that... a man breathing. Even that... <laughs> Could you the, breathe the louder? The burlap sack over... It's not like it's over your mouth. It, yeah, it, he's got a hole for his mouth. Yeah, like, come on, dude. 
but she runs and she falls into a hole which again yeah, that ditch if you're on the camp you think james was in on it at this point like i was i'm like did he already dig her grave oh you could see the ditch <laughs> when she was crawling up it like you could see it was a ditch yeah or but a, ouch. a ravine of sorts and like she did a good job to me where i thought she really did break her ankle she's just rolling around like oh fuck yes like, oh God. yeah you feel her pain yeah. and she like is crawling because she can't walk on it yeah but then you see the girl walk behind her like coming up on her and, and they're just obviously like she's yeah, dead cat at this and mouse point at this she point. just she could be should be dead and she, yep she just walks right by her and she's like oh she's heading for the shed i'm gonna go this way I got a kick out of when she gets into the shed and it's just so stereotypical of when you're trying to be quiet. Yeah. Chains. Making the most like running into everything, banging into every possible noisy thing. Yep. It's just (laughs) like everyone I'm in the barn. Yes. (laughs) It's just like being at home and someone's asleep and you're trying really hard to be quiet and you drop everything that touches your hands. (laughs) Fact. She gets, finds the radio, her whisper talking in this movie. I like Liv Tyler. I think she's a good actress. Or a fine actress, mm-hmm. but her whisper talking. I know she's whispering at this point on purpose, but I'm just saying as a whole, this movie from beginning to end, she whisper talks. She's like the girl Nicolas Cage. Yeah, she is a little bit. One of the things she got laryngitis at, during this because of all the screaming. Mm. So maybe that's some of it. Maybe, but I, I'm she, not sure. I mean, she whisper talked through the whole thing, and then she could scream like that. It just was yeah, whatever. In the in the commentary, or I, I'm gonna call it commentary, but. She was talking about it and she said it was, she goes, I've never really like literally like screamed like that on set. Like I've never had to scream like that on set. She goes, I don't know what was going to come out. And then she just wailed, belted out this stuff. And she's like, well, that was, they're like, that was pretty good. And, well, and, and she's like, does. I don't know what it's going to sound like. I don't know if any of you listening, but if you've ever screamed at the very top of your lungs, it really does hurt your throat. Yeah. It really does hurt. Oh yeah. Well, I mean. Oh. So no wonder. Yeah. But she gets on the radio and... I wouldn't know what I'm doing. I'd be twisting all kinds. I'd be making it worse, I'm sure. She was clinging in the wall, against the walls and the footsteps running around when she's in the shed. I know she knows that the radio person can't hear her, but wouldn't you just immediately just be spouting off information like, this is the address I'm at, this is where I'm at, someone's trying to kill me. Just even just kill, murder. But she's just going, help, is somebody yeah. there? Like, I, I, I know that you probably, no one can hear you, you feel like no one can hear you, but... Spot up as much information yeah. as you can. Like, someone's trying to kill me. I need help. I'm at this, this is address. where I'm at. And just repeating that over and over until the lady comes and smashes up. Just saying. Yeah. And so she crawls back to the house. I have a question. Do people really hang their tools and outline them on the wall? I've seen this it is... in, like, I've never seen it in person, yeah. but I've seen it in movies and right. stuff where they're like, oh, this is where my, my ratchet goes. This right. is where my the hammer, hammer goes. Yeah. I've, I've seen it in movies. Quite often, sure, but I've never seen like it in real organization life. So I'm curious if people actually do that. Let us know, people of the podcast land, if you have outlines your of your, outlined, your or maybe tools. your parents did. So if they if they go missing, you're like, where did my claw hammer go? Mm-hmm. So Kristen crawls back to the house after the CB radio or whatever gets smashed. And again, I mean, I know she can't run, nothing like that. But why are you crawling right down the middle when the light is shining on you? Like, get off to the side and the shadows. Like, get in the dark. So they can't see you. Obviously, they know that you left. I mean, the girl had to see her go out the door, right? I don't know. But again, it's a toying thing. They're just obviously just toying with them. Yeah, they don't want to kill her yet. They want to, they want to, obviously wanted to do it with them together. 
Which, where is James this whole time? I don't know. I was wondering that too. Like, did they gag him? Did they, where, where, yeah, where did they throw him in the pickup truck or something? And... Yeah, I don't know. Cause yeah, you don't. And that's where it made me suspicious. Cause I'm like, suddenly he's gone and out of the picture. Hmm. Yeah. Her swinging on the swing is so creepy. Like, yeah. such a good touch for them to do for a creepy moment because it's so carefree and childlike. Yeah. That's like, we're doing this to these people. La, la, la. All they Could, needed no to do in the world. to make that creepier is have children laughing, like echo yeah. laughing, <laughs> laughter in the back. And like, and just her doing the la, 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 la. Yep. Like, that would have made it more creepy. Yep. I thought that was a nice idea to have her doing that because it just shows that she's She's not bothered by what's going on no. at all. She's having, having a little fun. fun. So Kristen gets back in the house and she's knocking all kinds of shit over. <laughs> and uh, the lights go off. The lights go out. And then this, she she the, hears the guy. The second you hear the lights go out, this is where I would be going, well, I'm dead. Well, and you can hear, like, she gets past the, the entryway. She comes in the patio door. She gets past the entryway where the piano is. Three seconds. She's walked five feet and you can hear the. <gasps> yeah. And then the piano playing, she's right there. And he, again, his periphery is garbage because he's got a mask on his head. And he goes to the left and she backs up into the closet. He plays the piano and it sounds an awful lot like when she does in the beginning is eight notes. So he was probably in the house the whole time mm-hmm. at that point and plays the exact same song mm-hmm. seemingly. Well, it's not a song. Well, I'm sorry. It's yes. Just the, the scale. The scale. Yes. Playing that. It's like, oh. It has to be going through her head like this right, guy's like been I in said, the house the this, whole fucking This time. is the exact moment when the lights go out. You hear the you're like, this is where I die. But she's mostly able to walk normal right now, which a little bit bothers me. Yeah. She couldn't even bear weight. I mean, she'd been crawling and then she had to hop into the house. But then suddenly she's basically walking. Like from once she goes into the closet on, she mostly just. Well, walks. maybe it's you know your life is on the line, and you're like you got to suck it, it up. It was sister. before that. <laughs> life was on the line that whole time. Again, we haven't seen James in a while. I don't know. I guess I think I've seen Scream too many times, and I know it's just you're just summer, expecting. I assume it. somebody in the movie is in on it. But the masked yep. man comes. He sits down. Yep. And he gets up and leaves. She thinks she's safe. That whole scene is so tense when she's in the closet watching him trying to breathe really quietly. Mm-hmm. And, and with her mouth open, too. Yep, like, like you do when you're trying to breathe quiet and scared or nervous. And he looks and then gets up and walks out. But doll face is there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I feel like, again, I feel like you're maybe not safer, but I feel like you're a little bit safer being in that closet because they have to come through this little doorway now. Yeah, no one to you don't have anything to arm yourself with besides a can of peaches and creamed corn in the back but start firing some cans at people and see what happens yeah. i mean you got at that point you got to go go bananas because you you know you're gonna die do you have any explanation because i didn't understand for why Kristen says he's gonna kill you i think she's talking about james like james is out there somewhere okay that's that's what i took it as so i thought that was a weird thing to say is like does she think that the guy is like gonna these... turn on him yeah or something. i didn't i just thought that was a yeah. weird i assumed it was james she's just where, trying to scare him maybe like my boyfriend is out there and he's gonna kill you like and scream he's big he plays football he's gonna <laughs> kick the shit out of you maybe you know? I I, that's what i assumed is that james is gonna come with his 12 gauge and which he does come in but he's not with his 12 he's gauge not with the 12 gauge and the way she says you're gonna die oh yeah you can just tell that she's saying it with glee 
like yeah. under that mask she is smiling she is so excited because she oh, yeah. she's not like you're gonna die she's no. like you're gonna die and i'm gonna like, do it when you're talking to someone and you're like this oh my god and they just that's how let her go it. like <laughs> they just let her run into the bedroom oh yeah they're just they're loving it at this point and she's trying to get out of there and that I mean, at this point, it, their desperation mode has set in where she is just like yeah, banging on, banging the, on window. the window, trying Who's to get out of there. Like, <laughs> I feel like she's trying to get out, but like, it's just, and then the lights come on. And she hears James scream for her yeah. to run. I Like I said, I told you I'd keep bringing this up. If you're still thinking James is in on it, he tells her to run. She runs and the guy's waiting for her to knock her out. You think, did he have him do that? Her do I mean, that you got to know that. Yeah. And, and the music too, the the build up to her walking towards the door, it gets louder and louder and louder, and then he comes and grabs her and smashes her up against the yeah. um, the picture. When he drags her down the hallway, you know she's, she's reaching for stuff, and I'm I'm really glad she didn't in and out. Oh, the nails, the nail the... stuff, like that doesn't really bother me. Know, but just seeing those, you you cringed because you were hearing it in your head yeah. of what the nails on the. No, they had it originally ending where the people reveal themselves. And test audiences didn't really like that. They kind of liked it more of a mystery. Yeah, I agree. I, I kind of thought that I'm glad they didn't do it, but I could have seen them doing it when she screams and it goes black, that that was it. I could have seen that being the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we already saw the end of the movie at the beginning. Per se. You know, yeah. per se. Yep. So I was expecting that to be over like the first time bit. I watched Like, this is it. I'm glad they didn't because I hate movies that do that. And you're like, what the hell it's happened? like Sopranos. But again... <laughs> If this is a based on a true story or inspired by true events, it, you shouldn't know what happens. I just have to say that this part is so horrifying because when they show them in the chairs, because she's back in the dress. Yeah, I know. They dressed somebody them. Somebody fucking changed her. That yeah. is so freaking. And all they had to do to him was just put a coat on I and the jacket it. back on him. I hate it so much. Like, that is one of those subtle things I don't really feel like I noticed until I watched it this time around. I forgot really about scrutinizing it. it. Like, all of a sudden, she's in a dress. I'm like, oh, my God, yeah. they changed her. Like, I hate it. Yep. I hate it. And then... But it's the first time we see all three killers together. Yep. Well, and, and then it's daylight, too, where they're you're showing it's, all it's of this stuff. Now. You're like, oh, it's this is what this looks like Ugh. during the day. And, and they're still up to it. And uh, why are, why are you doing this? Because you were home. Because you were home. What a creepy ass yeah. answer. And then I the, love the, it the guy looks over like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I wonder that when he looked at her, was it a look like, shut up? Or was it a look like, oh, I'm just looking at you? Yeah. I don't know. It was weird. And then they and s- this is where I thought when she looked at him and said, I love you, I thought he was going to slowly look up and smile at her and be like, say something snarky maybe about marrying him or mm-hmm. whatever. And they were going to untie him, and you find out that Consider they were Consider this a it. divorce. <laughs> a divorce. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, had they been married, that would have made sense, I guess. But, so, but you know, they and, stab him multiple times. I'm and like, you know no, that no, when, they, he's not in on it. when they take the masks off, that's it. I mean. Yep, you know you're going to die because you saw their face. Yeah. They're not going to let you live. That's bad news. And she, and and there is such a contrast between her and James. She is like, got all kinds of fight in her yet. Like you don't have to do this. Right. And he's like, we're fucking he's, dead. Yep. He's he has he's completely he's accepted his fate. Yeah. And he's just it's over with. Which, 
again, played into until he got stabbed. Me yeah. going, why is she freaking out? And he's just sitting there. I really, really thought he was going to be in on it. I yeah. really did. I know I keep bringing it up, but I really did. And the the slow, st- I mean, they don't show any of the stabbing or anything oh. like that, which is good because. What a horrible place to your oh, stomach. Yeah. Well, and then like for him, did they get him like in the chest? Like, in the what, heart yeah, looked, too? Well, and like, even her, it right. looked like they were aiming for right, like center mass. Yeah. Oh my God. And. Well, obviously not heart for I, her because she did not die. I feel like right away. so the, he only got stabbed twice, essentially. That, that you we know see, of. but then you know, like they they pan out and they go outside, and you can hear like the ooh, yep. and like ah, she, I think ah, she got like yeah, at it, least it, a couple more. Heard like she got stabbed four times or something oh, like that. Like, yes. And why did they take him out of the chairs? Why lay him down sure. on the floor? I thought that was weird. Yeah, just leave him tied up. Unless they wanted to like make it look like something happened and they right you know. which i kind of wondered that at the end when she wakes back up to the phone ringing and she crawls to the phone and you see that the killers are still there at least the masked yeah. man is still there she looked dead she oh, looked yeah. they did a good job where the blood like you, yep, her mouth was so dark from her like, mouth and everything you, you could tell obviously it was a blood capsule or something whatever but like yeah, that, it was that very looked good job. really good without that, being overly nasty yeah. too i thought they did a good job with that this yeah. is not gory really no. that much but I do kind of wonder if the killers, when she tried to answer the phone and he took the phone from her and he just left, left her laying there, if they were kind of like, well, this will look, maybe this will look like she was having an affair with his friend and he lost it and it was a murder suicide sure. kind of deal. And that's maybe why they didn't leave him in the chairs and, and let her be closer to Mike. I don't know. Yeah, that's, I don't know. If, if she died right there on that spot. That's probably what the police would have assumed. Yeah, initially. I would. Have, I would expect Besides, so. unless depending on how well they cleaned up and with the outside and what all happened out there, but right, because they're touching stuff, their fingerprints were all over the joint. Yeah, their masks. Yeah, they leave the unless masks they there. Took them. Looks I don't like know. they did. Yeah, I don't know. That definitely have your DNA on it. The the phone thing bothered me. How did James not see it when he like stumbled over him? How did she not see it? I know. Sitting it there. It was there the whole and then time. It, and maybe working. that's just the, it was your time. Like the you irony weren't, you, of it all kind of thing. You weren't going to see it. and But yeah, that just annoyed me. I wish that hadn't even happened. Yeah, because it does. You're like, that phone was there. Yeah. They could have grabbed the, the second they blew his brains out. Oh, shit. We got a cell phone. They grabbed the phone and called the yeah. police and waited with their gun there. Right. Movie over. Again, you don't have the movie without it, but that I just wish they would have taken that out then. Right. Don't even have it in there because that just leads to too many questions and yeah. what ifs. So the kids come, I'm sorry, the they the killers drive up on the kids who are like Jehovah's witness or something, something. Some, uh, some religious thing walking around town. Can I have one? Yeah. Are you a sinner? Sometimes. I kind of thought uh, that they were going to kill them. I I hadn't seen this in a long time and I kind of forgot how it ended, but it was like, oh no, they're going to kill the, the little kids the on their kids bicycles. Too, they're like, just oh, trying shit. to do a, their parents' bidding, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And w- so the woman says it'll be easier next time. Nobody seemed bothered. No. I thought that was a weird thing to say. Maybe it's just, maybe they it didn't just all setting go to plan. up that they'll be next yeah. time. Well, and there's a Strangers 2, and I've heard that there's a Strangers 3 with Liv Tyler, but I haven't, I've never, I've I have never seen it. I have not seen. No. I have not seen the second one. The kid, so the 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 kid that hands her the pamphlet, the other kid, he's like, these people are awfully sketchy. He's just like looking them up <laughs> and down. Yeah, he's he's yeah. suspicious. 
Can you imagine how traumatizing that scene would be for a child? To come? I mean, it'd be traumatizing for an adult, but that kid, but they can't even comprehend. Kids are never going to be normal. No. And then he goes up to her. What was he going to do? Was he going to poke her, shake her, see if she's alive? Right. Why these kids were way too oddly calm walking into this scene. But like, then they're supposed there to be the, the ones that called, right? Right. Uh, yeah, because it said a child's voice in the captions. They must have called after this, right? Like, but you would think coming in, you see one body covered in blood. That would be immediate panic, call, scream. Like right. these kids are calmly walking through the house. And did he they have a cell phone? Calmly walks up to her, and is like going to touch her or whatever he's going to do. Is he like suspecting she's alive and going to check for a pulse? Like he just seems just like, oh, look at this scene I came across, huh? But then it goes to the panicked phone call that doesn't really line up. To me, one of the only jump scares of the movie is that she wakes up yep. and like grabs him. that in the curtain when she opens the curtain and he's standing there and slaps oh, yeah. his hand but yeah that this is the biggest jump scare yeah. for sure and that's it she's that's, alive that's the end she's alive i know i i kind of do want to watch the second one just to see what it's yeah, like sheer I, i've never seen it i is she in it i thought she was in the third one i didn't think she was in the second one because <laughs> I, had, I had heard that she was going to reprise her role and it's like well what the hell she's like um nev campbell yeah right Maybe that's what they're trying to Why do. Why don't you die? Trying to make The Strangers the new Scream. It came out in 2018, 10 years later. It's got 39%, so it's not that much worse than the original. All right. So that's it. That was our first really scary movie, I think, in my opinion. We did Scream, but that's yeah. a slasher kind of comedy. Kind of thriller. Um, this, I think, is this our is first. This is just downright scary. Horror. I wouldn't even call it a horror. Just a terror movie. Mm-hmm. So that's happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy Halloween. <laughs> this will be coming out a couple of weeks before Halloween and get ready. Spooky season. So we got, we mutually agree that we were not going to pick friends. Yeah. Cause there's, I mean, we don't want to pick between the people that died or the, the bad people. And <laughs> yeah. Which killer uh, do you want to be? Yeah, friends we're not with? picking friends this week. So. Although you and Rachel pick Stu. So <laughs> just saying yeah, that's true. So we'll skip right to grades, Yeah, right to grades. So, Kayla, what would you grade this movie? In the realm of scary movies, I would give it an A or an A+. This movie is the scariest movie for me that sticks with you. Mm -hmm. like ghost movies are scary. The things that jump out at you and startle you is scary. Gore can be gross, scary, whatever. Yeah. But this is the type of thing that sticks with you because it can and does happen. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big true crime fan and listen to those types of podcasts. And sometimes real life stories are far worse than anything your imagination can ever mm -hmm. think of. So it's just crazy to think that. I mean, this could happen. Uh, I think the acting was fine. It wasn't cringy, but I don't think it was going to be winning any awards. Um, it had been a while since I watched it, and I have definitely never watched it three times in a year, much less three times in a week like I did this week. But I have to say, I never really hated it. Yep. I It's quick. I never got bored. I did watch it one time by myself, and I'll probably never do that again. Yep. <laughs> I would not recommend watching this movie alone. At least it was daytime. I would. I don't think I would have made it through at night. It's just too. I would have been thinking I'm seeing white masked faces in the window. Mm -hmm. Of course, in the realm of all things movies, my grade is going to be a little different, a little lower than an A, because my usual criteria is rewatchability. Does it give me a wide range of emotions? There's their nostalgia there. Didn't really have a lot of that. I just thought it, it was a good, scary movie. Sure. So with all of that factored in, I gave it a C plus. Okay. Tony? 
along the same lines, like, yeah, if this is this is a genuine, genuinely scary movie, I think, because of the, like you said, the realisticness of this, this could happen. This isn't a ghost, a paranormal activity, haunting your house, making you kill people, whatever. This could happen to anybody at any time. And, and that's the scary part. Mm-hmm. People knocking around on windows, whatever. Going off of what you said with the acting, I don't think they needed to have great acting. I think they did a good enough job. I don't think it needed Charlize Theron. I don't think she would have been good in this. I don't think she would have made this movie much different, much different. No, I think because it's not that kind of a movie. This is a, a scary movie. Like it doesn't have to have all that stuff. It's just average people trying to survive. There are no unreal heroic moments where you, the goofy lines are like tonight's your last night, you know, whatever. Tough talk. Yeah. You just, it's not that. Or you're just going, Oh my God. Yeah. No one would do that or no one would live through that or whatever. And it's, it, we did talk about it throughout. What would you do? What would we have done? Oh, I think I would. You, nobody has any idea what you would have done because you don't want to be put in that situation. I like to think that I would have my head on straight, but I mean, you're, they're coming at you panic. from all angles and panic and you shot your best friend. Like what the hell? You don't know what's going on. So yes, watch it in company. Watch it with the lights on in the daytime. Good luck sleeping tonight. If you've watched this, like I said, put on a comedy after you're done with this to get some light in the mood a little bit before you go back to bed. So I gave it a B just horror or terror in general. I would agree with you that it's an A or an A plus because it is scary as shit. All right. So that comes out to an average of a B minus. Eventually, I'll stop reading all these because we'll obviously have way too many. Yeah. But um, Scream, Pineapple Express, Along Came Polly, Miss Congeniality, Step Brothers, Timeline, Gone in 60 Seconds, Starsky and Hutch, and The Strangers now. Right on. It's in good company. Yes, it is. All right, gang. So that is our first of two scary movies yes. of Halloween season. Kayla is hosting next week. And Kayla, what do you have coming at us next week? Yes. So out of the separated, scary, Halloween-y type movies on my shelf that we picked from, I picked What Lies Beneath. Good deal. Looking forward to it. A little bit more uh, high caliber actors. Yeah. (laughs) It's yeah, high caliber actors. Kind of a thriller. Psychological thriller, as you put. Little paranormal psychological thriller. Yeah. I've I've only seen it twice, so I will be yeah. not I will not be writing a synopsis on this. If it's been a while since you've seen it or you want to see it, make sure you watch it so you're mm-hmm. all caught up for our next week's episode. Otherwise, we'll keep keep it spooky. That's right. And always we we hope you listen to the very very end. Follow us on TikTok, share us with your friends, post it, repost it, do whatever you got to do. We want to get our our name out there and you guys help us doing that because otherwise we're just two people and a cat sitting in a basement drinking beer and wine talking about movies to each other this is where i wish we had video because you would see the cat literally sitting on the table with us yep (laughs) so follow us share us spread a spread the word uh we we enjoy doing this it is a lot of work the editing itself takes a full day uh, the TikTok stuff. So we, we hope you guys are enjoying the content. Let us know what we're doing well, what we're not doing well. Constructive criticism works for us. So we want to give you the best podcast possible and, and hope you enjoy listening to us. Yes, we'll see you guys or talk at you next time. Next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.